The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to chat to you all about emotional burnout. And leading up to this episode, I have helped a couple of clients actually work through this recently. And so this is why it's come up. Um, but also I'm starting to see a lot of it happen out there in the social media world where people are actually showing the signs of emotional burnout. And so I want to talk you through what they are. And then I also want to talk you through how we work through it and understand what's causing it. Because once we understand what's causing it, we can then shift it. So then we can move past it and allow ourselves to fully rest and recharge so we can get past it. So, I don't know about you, but I've had an incredible couple of weeks. I've been finishing up with a couple of my clients one-on-one and have seen some phenomenal shifts and changes in their lives and in their businesses. And it's been so rewarding just to watch the joy on their face and the freedom, the liberation of knowing that they're absolutely stepping into their power and absolutely stepping into their fullest expression of themselves and knowing and having this deep inner knowing that they know nothing is now holding them back. And it's just so incredible. I just love this work. And being able to understand, you know, getting to that root cause issue and shifting that on such a deeper level helps you to seriously be able to step into a whole new version of you. And it's just incredible to see. So I hope this episode is finding you well, and I hope that you're able to start to shift any emotional burnout from this episode. And also, if you feel like you need some extra support at the moment, I am getting prepped and ready for the next Rise Up event. So the next Rise Up conference is happening at the end of July. So if you'd like to be in the know about that, make sure that you head to the link in the show notes and jump on the wait list because we're going to be sharing it there first. So people who are on the wait list will get first dibs and then we'll be announcing it to the public. So if you want to know all about that, If you feel like you need some extra one-on-one support, then definitely reach out to me personally. You can either find all the details on my website at christinecorcoran.com.au. I was going to give you my Instagram handle then. So christinecorcoran.com.au and head to the contact page and you can find out where you can book a call with me. Have a chat about where you're at in business, what's currently holding you back and talk about coaching options. So if that's calling to you, definitely go ahead there. I'd love to find out more about you and your business. So let's talk all about emotional burnout. So what are the signs of emotional burnout? Usually the signs come through emotion. (laughs) Funny you say that, right? So basically what happens is we are either pushed to the extreme with regards to our emotions where we've either suppressed them for a really long time and we haven't allowed ourselves to actually fully feel our emotions. And so they're either getting to the point where they are bubbling over So we might be experiencing negative emotion in extremes. We might be, you know, blowing up or getting really angry or upset about something that really wasn't called for. It was a disproportionate amount of emotional response to the situation. It could be that you're crying without control. It might be that you're feeling really exhausted, mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted 
and you've actually gone past the point. So it's the opposite of extreme. It's where you've actually stopped feeling and where you've literally shut your emotions down and you're just mentally and physically exhausted and you just can't feel like you can feel. So these are usually the starts of the signs you start to see is that you start to either withdraw, you start to decide you don't want to feel your emotions, so you shut them down or you're noticing there's extreme emotion coming out in inappropriate times. So what causes emotional burnout? Emotional burnout starts in our minds, right? Because our thoughts create our emotions. So if we're constantly having open thought loops, so we're not allowing our brains to have the opportunity to resolve certain issues and think things through. Now, sometimes we need to do that verbally and we need that extra support, one-on-one support to actually talk it through to close those thought loops and find inner resolution. Absolutely, that could be the case. It's literally like having open tabs. So when you think about your computer screen and you've got all these open tabs going on, if you're currently having all of these open tabs open in your mind and you're not closing them down at the end of each day, then they're currently causing you to use more energy to keep them open, right? So those thought loops are consistently throwing, you know, you energy bursts throughout the day to try and think about it because your brain's trying to find resolution. It likes closed thought loops, finishing things off and moving past them. But if we're currently continuously playing stories in our mind from different experiences, times in the past where we haven't had resolution or we haven't processed the emotion at the time. And so we're continuously playing that conversation out in our heads or that situation out in our heads. And we haven't been able to find resolution to move past it. Then those thought leaps stay open. The other element of it could also be our busyness. So when we're constantly consuming information and we're not allowing ourselves the space to process or the space to just stop consuming and where we're giving our our brains literally space, quiet, peace, you know, literally nothingness so our brains can actually calm and release, then we're always keeping our brains active. Now, our brain needs rest just like your body needs rest. So if we're constantly always consuming, I mean, like always on our phones, always surrounded by people and noise, always, you know, having something going on in the background, TV, actively thinking things through, working through problems and challenges and keeping ourselves in a stressed state or busy state, then we're asking our brains to basically overexert itself. And so that's causing us to then have certain emotions wrapped around it. And if we're constantly busy in our heads, then usually we're actually also not feeling our emotions, right? We need to slow things down a little bit and actually feel how we're feeling. So then the emotion has the closed thought loop too, right? Because it's like normally when an emotion is processed in our body in a healthy way, it lasts in our body up to 90 seconds. 90 seconds, that's how quickly it can move through. But it's when we hold on to it and we fear it and we don't want to process it and we don't want to even think about it or feel it, we're, we're either going to numb it. So we will use food or we use alcohol or sex or spending or, you know, all these different, you know, Netflix, um, scrolling through Instagram, like all of the things that we do to numb our feelings to not feel is causing the buildup in our minds and in our bodies And we're not actually allowing ourselves to fully process it and close that circle so then it can be released. So I like to think about it like it's literally the pandemic of a busy mind. Because if you're currently always talking about being busy, actively keeping busy, then you're literally creating a stressed state in your body. Now, what happens in that situation, right? When our body is in a stressed state, when we're activating our fight or flight response and we're always feeling like we're under threat, Now, when we're really busy, when we're constantly not allowing ourselves to feel, when we're 
thinking about all the things that are causing us stress in our lives, we're activating that stress response in our bodies. Now, what happens then is our body goes into fight or flight response. So it's in a state of like, oh my God, I need to be on alert. And in that response, the body doesn't feel safe to process those emotions at that time. So if we're always in that state, then when we have the come down from that state, then our, our body was like, oh, now it's time to process those emotions. And so we have all these emotions come up and then we're like, oh my God, I don't want to feel all of that. So we shove them back down. We f- put food on top of them. We drink alcohol. We do all the things that are numbing our feelings and then we shove them back down and then try to get back on with life. But when are they ever going to be processed if you're not giving yourself the time to actually feel them? They need to be felt to be released. They need to be felt to be resolved. So by having those open thought loops, those open tabs in our mind, constantly consuming, always busy, busy, busy in our heads, we're basically telling our bodies that it's not a safe time to process emotion. And that's why we need that space. We need that quiet. We need that peace and safety and calm in a rest restful state in our bodies so then we can actually process our emotions so the first thing is really key is that you're actually giving yourself that space and be mindful that at first it may feel a little bit scary because if they're being built up for a really long time then it can feel bigger than ben-hur it can feel like this big thing that you're like oh my god if i turn that tap on or if i release this as like Pandora's box, it's going to be bigger than I'm ever going to be able to handle. And that's not the case. But if you feel that way, you may want to get some support with that. You may want to see a counselor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. You may want to see a coach. And that's up to you what you feel you need. And it's really important that you get that help because that'll actually help you process those emotions in a safe environment. So then people can help you, guide you through being able to understand why you're experiencing them and what they mean. So Obviously having that space to do that and allow yourself and and give your body the space to feel restful and that actually helps to reduce our cortisol levels which then reduces the fight or flight response and we feel in a restful state so then we can feel those emotions and move through them. Now sometimes this happens from the language that we use to describe our lives. If we're never giving ourselves the time to find peace, to find rest, then we're actually causing ourselves to go into a fight or flight response, causing ourselves to go into a stress state. So the first thing I would suggest is really get clear on the language that you're using to describe your life. And it can be easy to go into the, oh no, but I, you don't understand, Christina, I am a really busy person. I'm like, cool, that's totally fine. But you could find other language to describe your life in a way that actually allows your body to respond in a safe way. Because like I said, we go into stress state, our brains and our body goes, oh, we must be on alert. Like what's happening? We're we're stressed. Whereas if it's like, you know what, you know, a little bit busier than normal and that's okay. I can handle this. I've got this. This is not any more than what it normally is. And this is the way I'm choosing to live my life. And now I get to see how I can spend time in pockets of time where I can be present and allow myself to experience life in those present moments instead of always being busy in my mind and thinking out into the future or back into the past. So being present is one of the key things is like allowing yourself during those times is try to be as present as possible. Feel what you're feeling at the time and then there won't be a need to resolve any residual emotion because you will have processed it at the time. So yes, focus on what is the language you're using to describe your life 
Get rid of the word busy out of your vocabulary. Get rid of the word stressed out of your vocabulary. It's not serving you because our language creates an emotional response in our body. So when you say the word stress, our brain looks for stressed parts of our body and it will find it if you ask it, right? It'll color it because it always wants to be right. So be really careful about how you describe your, describe your lives. Describe it in a way that is positive in the way that you do want to be experiencing it. Then give yourself the space to think and process. And you may want to use certain tools for that. You could use tools like journaling. You could use tools like, you know, speaking to someone to help you through that. You could use meditation. You could use uh, cord cutting processes that you can find on, on the internet. Like there's, there's hypnosis. There's lots of different processes that obviously I use with my clients to help shift these emotions on a deeper level so we can fully release them and let them go. So, and then it's about getting comfortable with being okay to process your emotions. And I'm saying this from a place of love and compassion because I know what it feels like. I've been in that place before where my emotions were so scary and it was, I had pushed them down and pushed them down for so long that thinking about even opening that Pandora's box was so scary. But trust me, like once you work through them and you get the help, like I got the help. I work with a coach to help shift all of those emotions and understand where they were coming from and understand the purpose of them and what they were trying to teach me. And that allowed me to actually process them on a deeper level so that I could fully let them go. And now, and now I feel safer to, to process my emotions on a daily, weekly basis, right? So if there's times where I'm in a situation where I can't process my emotions, I come back to them and, and recognize like, what was I feeling? Why was I feeling that? What was I telling myself that was causing that emotion? And what do I need to do to process that? So it might be a, a movement. So it could be dance. It could be um, going and getting a massage. It could be doing some form of body shifting. So breath work. Um, there's so you know kinesiology. There's so many different modalities out there that are available to us to support us through these states. So if you need the help, please get the help. Now, I also want to speak about some of the underlying belief systems that could be causing this emotional burnout because often once we dig into it and understand where the emotions are coming from, there's usually some belief systems that are causing us to feel like we have to be in a busy state. We have to be always doing all of the things. And so we want to actually shift some of those belief systems that are underlying it. So some of the belief systems that I've noticed in some of previous clients that I've worked with are things like an underlying belief system around feeling valuable, but only in times where I'm doing or giving. So I'm always having to do that to feel valuable in my life or not having the ability to say no, like having people pleasing tendencies or getting caught up in needing to validate myself or get approval from others through my achievements or through finishing things, right? So it's like recognizing that what's causing you to have to be busy all the time what is the belief that's underlying it that's causing you to feel like you have to do that, right? Because often we feel like we're trapped. We don't have an option. It's, it's because it, that's a belief system that we're telling ourselves. It's not necessarily the case, but if we believed it for a really long time, that behavior is serving us in some way, shape or form. It's causing us to feel validated in our life. It's causing us to feel important in the people that we surround ourselves with, right? We feel important because they're validating us as well. Or it could be that we, it's the only way that we get connection is through spending time with people that make us feel terrible, right? Like there's so many different things when we come down to it, there's some really underlying belief systems around the needing to please or needing to be liked or, you know, attaching our self-worth to our achievements. 
So once we understand what's going on internally and that core root cause, because that's where my jam is, I love getting to the root cause and shifting that because once we do that, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, it's a whole other story and we get to shift it on such a deeper level and become this whole new version of ourselves. So I did this with a client recently and helped shift some of these old stuff and she said it was literally like such a relief, like literally like as if she was picking it up off her shoulders and putting it down over there and just knowing that she doesn't have to hold on to that anymore, right? So often we'll have old resentments or old anger or old guilt, you know, or fear or sadness or grief that we've been carrying for so long that it's actually exhausting to hold on to it. So once you release it, it's like this whole level of freedom and liberation that doesn't hold you back anymore, doesn't squash you. And like even with another client I work with, we uncovered some, a belief system around you know, back when she was 20 and she recognized that at that point she started to believe something about herself that didn't allow her to be truly, to be able to truly express herself. So then she felt small the rest of her years and she felt like she couldn't express herself because it wasn't safe. So once we shifted that, she had this absolute liberating experience where she was able to just fully step in and go and own who she is and be able to express herself in such a really powerful way that she now doesn't feel held back in any way, shape or form. And, you know, that all plays out, out in our thoughts and our subconscious mind that we don't realize is causing this invisible load and weight on ourselves that's stopping us from moving forward, right? If you knew what how to shift it, you would you would totally shift it. But often it's those blind spots that we can't see that we need someone else to be able to help dig through to shift that. And that's where a coach obviously comes into play. This is literally what I do, right? So getting to that root cause to shift it on a deeper level. And the thing is, you can't see it because your identity and the ego that plays in that identity piece is wanting to keep you safe at all costs. And by shining a light on these deep and dark things that are holding you back, it sees that as a danger because it doesn't want to change. So we fear it. Yet once we release it and let it go, it's literally like life is available to you again. Like it's just, it's next level. I just love it. It's just honestly why I do what I do. So if you are experiencing emotional burnout at the moment, I want you just to stop and take a moment to really acknowledge where you're at. And this is not your fault. I want to just preface that this is not your fault. This is the way our brain has learnt to survive. It's literally learnt a behavior to not feel because it didn't feel safe, right? So it's going to bottle it all up and hold on to it until you feel safe to feel it. And so that's why it can feel so scary because it's like you've been, if you've been holding on to it for so long and then you start to get to a point where you can rest and you feel safe again and then all these emotions come up and you're like, oh my God. So then we go back to being busy again because it's this way of self-protecting. So I want you to know that it's not your fault. It's actually part of the brain's process of keeping you safe. It's always there to preserve energy and keep you safe. So it's going to do its best job to do that. So once we have that awareness, we can then understand that our emotions are not the enemy. They're not here to be feared. They're not here to, you know, stop you from being who you are. But by God, there is so much gold once we dig through them and we allow them to be released because it's through those fears and through feeling your feelings that you're able to fully embrace who you are and get back to who you are again. So 
I really wanted to share this with you because I think a lot of times we can get caught up in our emotional states and we fear actually feeling them, but it's through the feeling of the feeling that you're able to really fully step into who you're being. And then with that, what I love to do is then create a realignment because often when we're in emotional burnout, something else, something is out of alignment. So we either have our head out of alignment, so we're actually always overthinking and we're stuck in overthinking loops, which actually means your head and heart and your gut are actually out of alignment because our heart is where we feel our emotions and process our emotions, but our head's trying to rationalize it. Our head's trying to find logic. Now, emotions are not logical. They're not rational, (laughs) right? You need to feel them. You can't think through them. And so often I'll have, you know, really high achieving women come and work with me and they've done incredible things in their business so far, but then they've hit like this ceiling and they're just like, I just can't move past it. And I don't know what's stopping me, but I just don't feel myself or I just feel like there's just something stopping me. It's because of that inner out of alignment, right? Because they literally like they're trying to think through their feelings and that's not what works. (laughs) We need to feel our feelings. We need to allow our brains to use, do what it does best. And that's come up with really cool ideas. And then we use our gut as our gut center to take action. And so if that's out of alignment, then we're literally setting ourselves up to feel so frustrated with ourselves because we know it's like something has to change. We just don't know what has to change. So yes, I hope this episode has lit a fire under you to start to allow yourself to feel your feelings because Honestly, there is so much gold and magic through it. Once you allow yourself to feel all those old pent up emotions, let them go and then allow yourself to experience human emotion on a daily basis. Because when we do that, our life experience shifts in such a powerful way because you're actually fully allowing yourself to feel. Because when we actually push down all those negative emotions and don't allow ourselves to experience negative emotion, we're also putting like a blanket on our positive emotions as well. So we're actually not able to feel our positive emotions like joy in a really powerful way because we've actually shut down the extreme feeling of the negative emotions, which we also do to our positive emotions. And then we like don't understand why we don't feel connected to things right? So we need to actually feel like we can feel our positive and negative emotions, heal that part of yourself, and then be able to feel your positive, positive emotions in a really powerful way. And that's where the magic is. That's where everything comes into play and life experience is just so much better. So I hope this episode has served you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. If this really resonates with you, feel free to book a discovery call with me via the contact page on my website. More than happy to chat further through with you and really uncover what the root cause is going on for you. Otherwise, I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.